You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dance. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. Welcome back, y'all. This is DJ Craftmatic. I got Polly Dubs. Welcome to the Antidote Podcast. Uh, this is episode Jordan 23, baby. Oh, snap. Stacking these episodes up. Can't stop us now. Can't stop us now, bro. And it's about <laughs> to be spritzer season, man. It's like spritzer boys. <laughs> I'm on cloud nine right now, man. Like, not get better. Yeah, we, it was actually, we've already started life pretty good because we went to, uh, pardon my French, last week, week before. Yeah, that show was pretty sick at Red Rocks. Um, DJ Snake, Tachami, the, it was disappointing they brought the fake Mala out. <laughs> Mala! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, we should have seen us at the show, man. We was cutting up. Y'all got to follow us on Twitter. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter because we were talking shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, always. Uh, I'm at Antidote Polly, and you're DJ underscore Craftmatic, right? Yep, at That's DJ it. underscore Craftmatic. Y'all gotta follow it because we be talking shit. Uh, but yeah, the show was dope. Um, and it's Red Rocks, so so loving Red Rocks. Uh, it's one of the most beautiful places on the planet, yo. Like, 
people don't even understand. That shit is you 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 definitely yeah. have to bring it when you come to Red Rocks. It's like literally top three venues of all time for people. Like it's it's everywhere. Right. It's a destination venue. Yeah, it's a destination venue. So you really, really gotta bring it when you come to Red Rocks. And uh outside of the fake mall, I think they brought it, but um, you know, there's always been a lot of artists coming around and um, you know, it's definitely picked up steam over the last couple of years. Uh I would say over the last decade or so actually. Um Red Rocks has really taken off as far as more and more people just know about it. Um but it's harder and harder to get tickets. <laughs> oh man, it's <laughs> like almost is impossible. It, yeah, it's it's almost impossible. Shit is bogus. As you said, you know, when you bring you go you come to Red Rocks, you got to bring it. These scalpers, these bots, and and the the secondhand ticket market, they be bringing it to Red Rocks, man. Like, <laughs> for real, they bring it for real. <laughs> I mean, shows be selling out at presale, and pre and not it, not only presale, but in within like a minute of the shit coming up like it doesn't even matter what kind of show you're going to for the most part they sell out fast the tickets sell out really quick yeah and this isn't just even a problem uh, exclusive to red rocks it's happening nationwide pretty much and it's a a big problem of like bots and scalpers and basically these ticket companies ticketmaster and aeg uh, yeah man you know, yeah, Ticketmaster and Live Nation is the same company, and yep. then AEG and Axis is the same company. Yep. So odds are, I would guess, 90% of the tickets sold in this country are probably sold through either of them, for specifically for concerts, events yeah. like that, music events. It's got to be. Uh, and so these are the two big players, even though they go by four different names. There's, there's the <laughs> players, but on top of it, they've been exposed to actually – like promote and recruit scalpers and bots for these programs. And I mean, sometimes you can go to like look up a show that's not even on sale yet. And there will already be tickets on StubHub or SeatGeek or any of those sites. Yeah, man. Uh, we've, we've been reading up on this for a little bit because we go, we're very avid show goers for uh, our listeners out there. We probably go to Red Rocks uh, at least five times a year at this point. Um, and it's pretty much where it's almost impossible to get the tickets and, and you got to feel like there's definitely more to play like that. And that's why we're talking about these bots and everything. Uh, we're going to give you all some advice on how to be aware um, when, when and where to buy tickets, things like that. Cause here's the deal. Like it's taken away from the venues. And, and like you said, uh, it, it's, it's almost impossible to grab a ticket at this point. And the company's AEG, with Axis, you know, uh, Axis is, is an app. Most of you probably have it. Uh, if you're ever buying show tickets, you definitely have to go through Axis or, mm -hmm. or Flash Seats, which is also a part of Axis. So right. it doesn't matter. Like, it's still the same thing. Um, and those tickets come up in both, but y your information is all out there. You know, uh, these companies are making tons of money off of it uh, to sell those tickets. And of course, Ticketmaster is is pretty much the number one ticketing system. Period. Um, there's nothing else out there when it comes to sporting events too and everything. So they gotta, they're, you know, they're they're just taking all the money when it comes to it and recruiting these scalpers, flipping those tickets, raising the prices. Uh, man, perfect example. Remember this one, Polly? Definitely last year was um, <clears throat> Leon Bridges yeah. coming out to 
to Denver when we initially sent seen to Red the tickets. Yeah, to Red Rock specifically. And we saw the tickets initially. They were $60. So that was when they first dropped. They were $60. We waited probably two weeks to really think about buying them. And when we went to look back at the tickets the next time, you couldn't find a ticket for less than double that. Mm-hmm. And that's 120 per seat. And people are out here trying, and I've seen even more up to $300 people are playing, are paying to see Leon Bridges. And they started the reserve seating this year uh, at Red Rock. So that was pretty whack too. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, you know, that's a, a whole nother story, but on top of it also they're taxing like the fee is usually about 50% of the ticket price. So, oh yeah. So let, let's take a look at the scam and how it works. Right. So um, first of all, in terms of for the the musical artists, the performers, touring is going to be their primary source of income in the music industry, in the whole music game. Absolutely. Uh, You know, you have to tour to make money because you got to sell merch to make money because the labels already got you squeezed, you know, for money in the first place from the get go. Right. Right. Now on top of that, now you got to work with an AEG or a live nation to, to promote your tour, to put on these events because they own all the venues in the country. And so you got to, you know, deal with them. Um, they're going to go ahead and tack on a, a 50% tax at the back of the ticket price as a convenience fee. And, right. and this has been going on, the, the fee part of it's been going on back to the 90s. I can remember yeah. when Pearl Jam sued Ticketmaster and was basically releasing tickets to their whole tour on their own. And pretty much that's what led to Ticketmaster becoming Live Nation and becoming a promoter of the events as well as the ticket seller. So they bought the venues. If you're going to perform at that venue, it, you're going to be at the. You're going to have to sell Ticketmaster tickets because they own the venue. Right. So you get around the fees by doing it yourself and booking your own shows anymore either. Yeah, because almost every app that you even try to book things through anyway. Um, either whether you're independent artists or not, because independent artists, you can use something like Eventbrite, but Eventbrite also takes a fee. It's just not as much. Um, But even down to that, that's the same exact kind of thing. But man, them taxes are hitting. We'll tell me, Polly and I can tell you from off the rip that they be taxing the hell out of these tickets. (laughs) Yeah, man. So, you know, if you're looking at an average show being say 50 to $60 a ticket, let's say $60 ticket, you're probably going to pay over $20 in fees. Yep. Right closer I was about to, to say $22. Right closer to $30. Yeah. Now, one thing I noticed this year with Red Rocks, so they used to do, uh, you know, they charge you for the ticket, mailing you the tickets. Yeah. Uh, they charge you for printing or for uh, sending you, uh, you know, a, a paper ticket. ticket. Yep. And now what they do, they used to be the mobile ticket would be free, right? Makes yep. sense. It's a digital ticket that no extra cost to them. But now what they do is the the mobile ticket includes a souvenir hard ticket. Right. So they charge you 10 bucks. $10 for that. Yep. For the souvenir hard ticket, which is like, the, I don't know if that's just the print off that it gives you, you know, when they, when you get into the venue to check in off your app or what, but I mean, there ain't no souvenir hard ticket worth $10. Right. Cause I don't think you need to do that anyway. Cause if you're getting in there, it's like they print you that little ticket. That's a hard ticket to me. I mean, yeah, I yeah. get the, I get the cardboard and it's, they're not cardboard, but you know, that thicker uh, pieces of paper, they, they use that. So those are actually pretty solid tickets. I get that. They look a little nice, but $10, you going to charge me $10 for that paper. Yeah. That's man. all they doing. That's bullshit. So, 
they tax you on that end. Now they're working in conjunction with the scalpers. So they're going to give the scalpers the first access to the tickets. They sell that ticket. They make the fee money off of that ticket and the full ticket price from the scalper buying it on the front end. Then the scalper will post it up for resale. And then Ticketmaster collects another fee. Yeah. They collect another. So now they've collected the fee twice. The whole time, the whole time the artist only gets paid once. Right. For the original ticket sale there. The artist gets no cut of anything on the resale market. So that's another thing to consider. You know, uh, if you want to support your favorite artist, buying it on the resale market sometimes is your only option. But at this point, they're not getting the lick. No. They just got the lick when the guy originally did it. Uh, On top of that, Ticketmaster, um, you know, they charge a fee to the scalpers for selling their tickets on their website. The more tickets they sell, the less of a fee they have to get. And they have different incentive programs. Uh, If you hit like $500,000 in scalp ticket sales or a million dollars in annual ticket sales, they knock a percentage point off of those fees and they give you different kind of bonuses. Right. So they're kind of supplying the bots on the back end there. Right. So that's just a part of it because, yeah, the the bots is the other scam of it of just buying so many. But that's what these guys do after that. So I know that's probably what you was about to get into. Probably, probably yeah. never spend that knowledge. <laughs> never to pay attention. Yeah, bro. so the fucking, you know, and these guys are using bots. So when you try to buy a ticket, if you or I try to buy a ticket, usually it'll limit you to six tickets or eight tickets. Right. And but you if you got a little robot that's programmed to hit that website the second that it comes up or changes on there. And it's already basically like automates the whole purchase process for you. Um, say you've got, you know, the script running and it can run 10 purchases at the same time. You're looking at 80 tickets being bought by the bot instantly in a second. Yeah. In a second. Yeah. And who's to say, I mean, I, who's to say that it's not Ticketmaster that's, you know, just supplying these tickets straight to the secondary market as well, just charging double on those right. regular tickets. I'm sure they do at least a percentage of the of the ticket sale, like the actual uh, seating capacity of tickets that they can sell and everything like that. I guarantee that they do that because um, it just, of course, it makes more sense to do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's the yeah. hustle. That's what they're going to do. They're going to flip that around. And yeah, just that, just like you said, the the bots are, are, are really what's killing it though right now. I mean, a ridiculous amount of time uh, trying to buy Anderson pack tickets, for example, we're glad we got them the second go around, but at the first go around, it was hard as hell to get those tickets because within the first 30 seconds, that shit was out. Yeah. And it sold out during pre-sale and pre-sale. that one also had a, a weird ticketing structure. Like, you know, every time you logged in, the ticket price was completely different. Right. And then, you know, you can't even get it because it's completely sold out. And then every ticket on the secondary market on, you know, StubHub or anything like that, starting at $150 when absolutely price tickets were like 60, 65. Yep. Every time I remember looking it up after we, I know I didn't hit on the presale though. I had the presale signed up for the presale and everything like that. They got my email, did all that make you sign up and try to get something extra. And then you don't even get the tickets. The, the bots have bought them up so fast that that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. So with I that, uh, actually, kind of, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I had to wait, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, man. It's like, it's bullshit. These people, uh, these people, really just come in here with these bots and, and really soak up all the tickets. 
Yeah, and it's tricky because it's it's a murky legal ground, and I don't know yet. Like, it's got to kind of, I think, blow up a little bit more before people start really taking notice because it might violate, like, consumer protection laws. Um, yeah, I saw that. Obviously, it's not fair to consumers. And it, the other question is, is scalping legal, right? Like, you know, that you can't stand out in front of the Pepsi Center trying to sell Nuggets tickets. Right. You can't be scalping out in the open. Like, I've seen people get taken down for that shit. <laughs> but somehow online, you, it's completely legal. Right. It's like a whole different ballgame. Right. And it's a, it's a tricky thing. I mean, you know, if you bought tickets or you stood in line for hours to buy tickets, which I don't even know if you can do that anymore. Used to be the way before the internet, you'd have to go like to the actual venue and stand in line for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, for like, real. Jordans and shit. Real talk. For real talk. Anytime <laughs> you wanted to go to a show for real, you had to go to the venue to go get it. And yep, you had to go get it. I mean, they, at least in Denver, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure every place has this. Um, in Denver, at least here, you can go purchase tickets at like the Denver Coliseum or Red Rocks itself. You could go to the general mission and actually buy tickets. Um, that does still happen. And actually the Coliseum still has no fees. I know that for sure. So they, they're cutting out that whole middleman part right there, but most people aren't willing to stand in the line down there and you got to get them during certain times. Cause they got certain times that they go as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's always a limited window as to when those ticket booths are open. And so. The white girl is Donna, another prostitute. In five years, she has had five groups. She now operates without one. I'm looking for a love affair, and I'm looking for a love affair. That's what they love, right? And a pimp isn't going to go like that. As soon as another younger, cuter girl comes along that can make more money, I'm going out the door and I couldn't stand it.
fucking gyro. Listen, yo, quiet is kept, I'm the best. But it's like if you don't scream it all the time, then it ain't the truth. There's no depth. I used to bug, put my gun in the host and a step. A humble man turned boaster just to boast of the rap. Got a stable of fire holes that I'm close to. My shorty looks straight off the Jabo's poster. Remember those? Put it work like a poster. Take it a roller roaster. Hit it once, then ghoster. Man, I don't know who's slicker. I do this. Even when I'm under the weather like a news ticker Still get an ovation Gotta tip your hat like a bum on a train with donations Yards plan Yards plan Mortals in the crowd wanna touch the guard hand Rocking stadiums in some odd land While your squad's making beats on garage band All shocked when we winning I've been flying since last August Got a leg up on them like dog piss With a smorgasbord The gorgeous choruses, lyrics is flawless Still up in the stars, smoking the Lucy Lawless Sporting my own line of clothes with big ballers And nobody wanna hear your new shit like spoilers Rather listen to old rule Number one with a bullet Like Warren Moon on the Oilers Yo, check the passer rating If you hating, that's only exacerbating We steadfast, dead ass Too great to move desperately And I ain't even the best But when I'm at my best, no one can mess with me They fetishize over the text Like, what's the recipe? And I know when it's coded The keyboards with encryptions And fuck rap genius If you herbs can't overstand addiction We selling handwritten transcriptions Even then, they might as well be hieroglyphics Chillin' with Egyptian bitches out in Cairo Used to have to chip in, now we swipe and put the chip in uh, Went from skipping out on the bill to big tipping All from bringing flames on stage without the pyro To me, you just a gyro Motherfucker <laughs> Adversities determined to a killer, uh, sabotaged, uh, mental wash, uh, give me cars, honey hearts, uh, give me yours, uh, back and forth, fast life, got the rock, man, it's a ball game, cop chain, get a benzo, it's a black thing, court case, nigga shell case, it's a heat wave, done for, took the whole flow, no need for encore, I run this, I'd rather gun shit, I'll hit the function, I'm basic, don't wanna chase it, my talent wasted, I know that somehow I lost it, the way I folded, the Black mind is where it started Cause we was chosen The waters where we crossed it And got the building We dreaming but lost the feeling We stopped believing in You ain't talking about no bread On no guap, on no fatty, on no cake Get the fuck up out my face What you say? Wasted, 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 wasted. 
then you start to hate You know a fake nigga, his favorite words is he fake Talking about I pay you back, bitch, do that with your down payment All that damn hatin', I'm better at love making Trying to stay positive out of negative energy Nigga, don't play with me, you must think my loyalty slavery uh. Because they tax, you know, they charge you tax on the fee. They're already taking a cut of the pay. Like, you know, if you're paying $60 for the actual ticket price, you know the artist ain't getting that whole 60 bucks at all. No. You know, so, and I'm, I'm betting you that Ticketmaster gets a piece of that as well as the fee that they're charging. Yeah, and I, f- I found it interesting because we were uh, looking at some stuff, you know, uh, Grizz, one of our favorite artists, we play some of his music here on, on, on the show. Um, he's He announced on his Twitter that he was not going to be at Red Rocks anymore. This would be the last year. I posted it on on the, we have a page that we use that they sell resale tickets. It's a resale page. Mm-hmm. And I know I posted that tweet on there and there's like 300 likes on there. Of, the, of people just like, what? I got to go get that. And today he put them on pre-sale. Uh, it was, it came too fast. He had made it down yesterday that the, the dates we figured it was going to be around the same time. He usually does it uh, labor day, but I guarantee that those, that those pre-sales sold out in instance. Cause now he's saying that's his last red rock show. Um, that's, that's big. So think about that when you're reselling, I, I know those tickets are going to go ridiculously high two nights, uh, I, I could see him upwards of three, three fifty. Oh, most definitely. And it's just crazy. Cause he's, he's not getting the, the lick off of the resale on the other end. 
No. And he actually even said in an interview with 303 Magazine uh, that he actually made no money pretty much any time he played at Red Rocks. Uh, he said he's putting it into all into the production and everything like that. So it must be expensive as hell to lock in the spot. And we read something, you know, it's, if you want to get in here, uh, a band going to pay $15,000 just to lock the spot down for that day. Yeah. That doesn't even go into anything else. So think about that pocket wise as a up and coming uh, artist. If you want to book Red Rocks, you want to make sure you get your date. You're going to at least have to put 15 grand down. Yeah. And book it two years ahead of time. Yep. And where there's space available and it's already locked in, people people are coming year round for that. So think about that on the ticket ticketing side and and what you need to be smart about. And because we, here's the thing about the scalping and everything else, access and and uh, live nation and all that they are collecting your information. So mm -hmm. it's better if you can get you a live ticket anyway. Uh, if you yeah. can go down to the Coliseum and go grab a ticket, that's the best way to go do it. Yeah, or, you know, in your town, you can go to the whatever the venue, check the box office hours. Yep. There's a show going, they'll have the box office open for a while there while the show's open. Definitely check that out. But uh, the other thing that you're talking about there is they, they get your information, the Access app and the Flash Seats app. Basically, you know, the permissions they get on there is to grab as much data off of your phone as as it can while you have that app installed on there. So that's another thing to consider. You're giving these guys all your information. They're making money off your data. They're getting, you know, selling that back to whoever, yep. whoever wants it. And uh, they're also taxing you a crazy amount. And it's just it kind of, I don't know. It's kind of blowing up, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 a little less known that people are. I mean, and you would think about it. Most, I, I'm pretty sure every app that you own on your phone does the same thing. Um, but reading so much more of how they do it too, it's like, yeah, of course. And and we've seen this as it is. Uh, these apps are collecting the data so they can build the, your digital profile, your digital footprint. They know what you're buying. Uh, if you leave that Target stuff. Uh, as they use as the example on, on this article we read, if you leave something in your target basket for two weeks, uh, that's how they're going to know some of your stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to know what you're buying. They know what you're going to, and they're going to put it all in your feeds of your Facebooks, your uh, Instagrams, your whatever you use, Twitter. They're going to put those into your profile pretty much. And that's what they're going to send you. And they base it even off of your IP because they can grab that. Yep. Uh, they're tracking you via um, you know, their location services, they can get a precise spot for, um, from you. So it's, it's really, it really goes crazy. And that's, that's the links that these companies are going to make sure that you buy and sell their products. So here, here's the big thing. Um, make sure that if you're going to, if you're going to try to re rebuy tickets or go through a resale, make sure it's legit. I mean, uh, Polly and I have never been burned like some of these people have. Yeah, uh, but we've put in for tickets and we've actually sold tickets, you know, through like uh, we have a Facebook group that's got hella people in it. I can't even tell you the number. It's got mad people in it, though. So there's there's fakes. People get burned out there. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, definitely. That's the other thing to worry about is scam tickets. I would bet you there's like million dollar economy, millions of dollars on scam tickets. Yeah, real talk. Again, the artist doesn't get any, get a lick of this. 
just the scammers do pretty much. So, yeah, we see the stories every day, man. They'd be like, oh, man, somebody sold me this ticket. They took my $30 and deleted their profile. I couldn't write them back or whatever. I'd be like, damn, yo, people are going to the extent of craziness. And they'd be like, yo, this didn't, this ticket didn't work and all kind of shit. Like, mm-hmm. It really happens out there. The shit is wild. Yeah. So make sure you use PayPal goods and services if you're buying online from somebody. Right. Um, obviously, if you're buying from like StubHub or SeatGeek, make sure the site's legit. Those two are legit. The tickets will work. They're both, uh, they both have insurance on the tickets. Right. So, you know, for example, if StubHub, if you buy a ticket and for some reason the, the person that put it up there cancels it, StubHub will refund you the money or get you another ticket to that same event uh, immediately. So those have protections, but if you're buying from someone on, on Facebook or Craigslist, make sure you use PayPal goods and services to right. buy the tickets with because you can always cancel the purchase. However, don't rate the purchase. If you, if you pay in goods and services, don't rate the purchase until you got the goods in hand. So until you got the tickets, don't right? Rate, don't rate it or else you lose your right to uh, be able to request for a false purchase or a refund on that. Yep. And that, I mean, that's what, that's the whole thing is, yeah, you don't, you can't rate it. I, I wouldn't rate it until after I don't do that till way after. Um, Cause I'm be like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, That's it's crazy. Uh, and people really go to the lengths of losing all kinds of money with that. If you do it with uh Venmo or any of that kind of stuff, you got to be careful. Ven- Venmo is a lot easier to, uh, to steal from. I hear, I don't ever use Venmo for that because I don't feel like it's safe enough. Just like you said, uh, PayPal is, is, is a better platform to actually get the ticket through. And yeah, like you said, cancel the purchase. Things yeah, like it, has that. A, it has a dispute process. If you send someone money, Venmo or cash app, usually the, they won't have any responsibility on it. Once that money has left your account and gone, you know, right. you're sending it to it's, it's, it's more of an app for like paying people back than, than making direct purchases. Right. And they really don't care. Those those two for, uh, specifically really don't care. So stick with PayPal. Use that. Goods um, and services too. You, yeah, goods and services is the key. Goods and services is the key. Um, and then and then from there, you just need to also consider and look at who 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 you're buying from. I mean, the the ticket people who I, I I don't trust. If you don't got a lot of Facebook friends or people who look real, I will go through their profile to see enough friends. Yeah, uh, your profile should be like a couple years old. You should have right, and you should have a, a history of posts during that time. Like right, uh, if you use like something like Craigslist, I mean Craigslist. I've bought tickets off of Craigslist, and they happen to be legit, but. Uh, I, I felt like I'd have to really read the post. Obviously, obvious things that you can see is misspellings. If if they got misspellings, then don't buy a ticket from them. Like mm-hmm. if there if there's just general uh, grammar that is messed up, then no, you don't buy a ticket from them. <laughs> like that's not what you do. Like pay attention to that kind of stuff. Like that's how you avoid the scammers. Uh, and and really go through somebody who's also recommended. You got to look at if, they, especially if they have ratings or anything like that. Especially if you're using a site, that's good. But you got to see if the 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 buyer, whoever or the seller, you got to look at their profile and see if they are. Uh, you know, people got good reviews on them because if they don't, then then you already know. Stay away. Like just stay away from the whole process, man. And uh, definitely, I mean. I, it's it's a hard game to even tell because we've we've struggled to grab tickets a, a lot. We did we missed Anderson Pack earlier um, last year. Was it last year? 
the one that was, or was this year, it was earlier this year. Was the earlier Indian this year? Tour. He was in uh, March. He yep. was here in March in Denver, and we missed out. We were like, "Damn, he's not coming back." And lo and behold, then he comes to Red Rocks. Almost missed out on the Red Rocks uh, tour, but we end up, uh, you know, being able to get some tickets, securing securing the bag. Got got a homie hookup. <laughs> uh, I know I did. Shit. Yeah. Right. Friend who, had a, who had a Hamex. <laughs> so I was able to get that, you know, kind of get that play in there so I could make sure I get the tickets because American Express, uh, and that's the thing, they make deals for with these companies too. So that's more money being made because American Express, for example, pays uh, Ticketmaster and all them. I think MasterCard does the same thing where they uh, let you get a selective day of your own where you can buy tickets or you can use your Amex card number to get tickets for a discounted price or uh, where a show is sold out, they'll have them for those people. So guess, guess who's paying those companies to do that and run those types of percentages. Of course, it's going to be that company. Uh, you know, so AEG, for example, is getting paid off of that. Live nation is getting guap off of that. A lot of it. Cause everybody who's using an Amex does that. Um, so you can buy Bruno Mars tickets before everybody else and all kinds of stuff. My aunt did that, uh, have went to, uh, Bruno Mars and used, used her Amex, got, got the tickets early before it sold out and everything. So, I mean, hell yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a crazy game out there. You just gotta be a smart, smart consumer. Uh, try to get in there when you can be smart about jumping into the, uh, the thing like early, like at least like 10 minutes early. So you can kind of get yourself in there, refresh right away, pay attention to what you're doing. So you can hop in there and get the tickets. Uh, cause that's how I missed a few, but that's also how I've gotten a few, but, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck these ticket companies. They really be getting you, the taxing you on the fee, taxing on the second hand fee. And then they bring you a fake mala to the stage. It's kind of some bullshit. <laughs> Brings a follow to you. <laughs> you ever heard when they were bringing out the fake MF Doom? Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. That shit? Well, that dude got like arrested or something like that because <laughs> he impersonated him and it really wasn't him and nobody authorized him. <laughs> nobody authorized him. He was just coming and saying it was an MF Doom show and he just showed yeah, up. He was just showing up and doing it. <laughs> That's the shit. I, I guess it was. It worked enough though. Cause, it sounded like nothing like him and shit. Yeah, he didn't sound nothing like him. It's crazy, yo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that, man, because that's dope. They just announced that Wu Tang and Red Rock. So any of my uh, Colorado uh, people, or if you even live close enough to Colorado and you think you can make it to Red Rocks and you've never experienced nothing like that, you have to do it. It mm -hmm. is. We we're not talking shit on Red Rocks because it's not really Red Rocks' fault of who controls what i mean that's really comes what it comes down to is uh red rocks is one of the most beautiful uh places in the world like period uh looks like you're in mars in in a bowl mm -hmm. and you're looking up at the stars and it's crazy and you can see the whole city of denver over the top so people really do come far and and wide to actually go play there so we're not talking shit at all on them because uh they're doing their thing i mean it, it is still one of the greatest venues ever and you have to experience it if you can go but wu-tang coming around uh halloween it's on halloween night on halloween night yeah so that's pretty dope i mean they got they got it down with immortal technique and uh jedi mind tricks jedi mind tricks yeah it was i was trying to think who they were yeah, man, Vinny Paz, that's some old school right there. <laughs> so speaking of that, we want to kind of uh, jump into uh, what our track of the week is, man. Um, 
track of the week. This week is a dope track. I'm glad to see it. Uh, two, two dope personalities coming together to make some of the best hip hop music that's ever been made. I think uh, at least it's into uh, Polly and I's opinion. Uh, we got blue in exile. Coming. So yeah, they're coming back together. Obviously talking about a, a legendary combination below the heavens, I think is a classic all time timeless hip hop album. You know, I'm, I'm, probably would say of the 2000s in my opinion it's going to be probably number one at least the most listened album i've had of the 2000s blue and exile below the heavens uh they had two little kind of uh follow-through product projects which were mostly throwaways from the below the heavens project right coming back with a new ep the true and living ep and they dropped the first single off of the ep which is true and living and man these guys just bring out the best in each other yeah, they really do. The sample, the sample was crazy as hell. Um, <laughs> you know, that's the exile. That exile is one of the most slept-on producers um, in the game, and that that is just truly one of those things that uh, people just don't pay attention to. But if you've ever listened to Below the Heavens, then you would probably agree. Um, so, mm-hmm. if you've never listened to it, go check it out. Um, but you got to check out this track right now. It's True and Living, Blue and Exile. common denominator between boy and girl the highest set of standards that's ever been established redistributed to the masses for your satisfaction we only come in peace to preach about the next coming the first black president what if the next is woman this is for those becoming who you intend to be pull off your suits of struggle and wash your sins and see this is finna be even deeper than a sunken ship 2000 plus leagues underground above the rich and you can see them like they hands stretching out to god and we can save them like any patient about to die this is that big hurt that put a hurting on the truth they never thought a wish could lead the world into pursuit life liberty happiness to be detached from evil this is a message to and from the people the true living the true living Simple, yo, we simply the best. Profess the spiritual, confess the miracle as 
individuals and get respect the next logical step will be to bless the streets and attempts to reflect what we have yet to see ladies and gentlemen from this dimension comes the true and living 90 billion miles from the root of existence touch the sun and let me shine like one bust your gun and watch the blind run we change the shooter's vision influential intuition and the missions on the mission at the finish telling them that we just beginning from out the park dropping jewels in the dark comes the beat beating harder than the beat of your heart the true and living Testament to worst times, word to the wise. Visualize your favorite way to make it. Call it your place in heaven. Elope the truth and spit a jewel at 80 verse per second. You can never measure records with the few who did it. While the people try and lie and take the future with it. Computer wizards multiplying in division, subtraction, and addition, all to get the truth and living. Please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.